Hi, I'm Serena Lowe. If you're used to hearing that introverts are shy, anxious, antisocial, and lack good communication and leadership skills, then this podcast is for you. You're about to fall in love with a calm, introspective, and profound person that you are. Discover what's fun, unique, and powerful about being an introvert, and how to make the elegant transition from quiet achiever to quiet warrior in your life and work, anytime you want, in more ways than you imagined possible. Welcome. Today's question is, what if you're happy being a quiet achiever? Is it okay to be a quiet achiever and be contented to stay as one? Do we all have to be quiet warriors? My thanks to Steph of My 8-Day Week for this question. The answer is no. But first, let's talk about what a quiet achiever is so we're all on the same page. To me, a quiet achiever is someone who does good work quietly, under the radar. They don't shout about their accomplishments. People may not even know that they were the ones responsible for pulling off a successful project or who played a key role in the team's success because they don't call attention to themselves. They prefer to be in the background, consistently showing up, working hard, setting and maintaining their own high standards, and getting results. They don't actively seek the limelight because they don't crave it. They don't need the praise and social recognition. They don't go out of their way to let others know about their achievements. What can sometimes happen is that people know they are there. They know the quiet achiever is there and that they are the good workers and an indispensable part of the team. But because they are so self-effacing, others don't see them at all, don't give them the credit they deserve, and they may miss out on the opportunity to achieve more, to be seen as a future leader, or to be offered a bigger opportunity or challenges that help them grow. For most of my working life, I was that quiet achiever. I was happy to be in the background. It wasn't until I caught the vision of being someone who could help more people that I got interested in becoming more than a quiet achiever. I realized that there were some aspects of being a quiet achiever that could be a disadvantage to me. Because people didn't see my contributions and capability or appreciate the part I played the overall result, it didn't occur to them to invite me to work together on something significant or to do more because I liked being in the background and felt uncomfortable when all eyes were on me, I missed out on opportunities to show people my ability to articulate clearly and eloquently and to communicate with purpose and inspiration. This is where I had to stop being a passive observer and start being an active co-creator. And this is what I help my coaching clients with. Skills and strategies and tools for reclaiming your quiet advantage and elevating yourself in an authentic and purposeful way that feels true to you. Not for social media acclaim or likes, not to be applauded by strangers, but as a way to prepare yourself to rise to the occasion when there is a need, such as when there is a crisis and the organization needs a calm presence, wise leadership and a quiet authoritative voice of compassion and reason such as when there is inequity or injustice that hurts yourself and others, and you realize it's time to get off the fence and speak up. If you're happy being a quiet achiever and being seen as one, and you don't feel a need to be more visible, 
more influential, to get more attention for your brand or your profile or your cause. If you're happy with where you're at and what you've achieved so far and have no need for more, then there is actually no need for you to strive to be something other than yourself. But if you're a quiet achiever who's tired of doing most of the work but getting little of the credit because of your modest nature, if you are itching for more excitement, more challenges, to be more visible and noticed, to stand out a little more, to engage more as an active contributor and future leader, rather than staying in the background or on the sidelines all the time, then you do need to develop the skills of visibility and to get comfortable with what it's like to actually be in the game, to get better at doing the things you don't naturally like doing, such as speaking up in meetings, thinking on your feet, honestly saying what you think, advocating for your position, engaging in conversations that could turn contentious, managing conflict, networking, collaborating, asking for help, receiving help, acknowledging when you're out of your depth and doing the work to upgrade your skills and knowledge, taking imperfect action, Not being so embarrassed when you make mistakes that you stop trying. Not avoiding the hard work and discomfort of playing outside your natural tendencies. Finding allies and mentors. Being a quiet warrior is not superior to being a quiet achiever. Let's avoid the fallacy of binary thinking here. Both have their purposes and benefits. It's more about having choices and options. If being a quiet achiever is your starting point, and if you recognize that you want more for your life, your relationships, your career, your business, how do you get there? That's what the quiet warrior journey is about, and that's what I help with. See you on the next episode. I'm so grateful that you're here today. If you found this content valuable, please share it on your social media channels and subscribe to the show on your favorite listening platform. Together, we can help more introverts thrive. To receive more uplifting content like this, connect with me on Instagram at Serena Lowe, Quiet Warrior Coach. Thank you for sharing your time and your energy with me. See you on the next episode.